It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Bond County High School here in Greenville, Illinois, as we're about ready to get this contest underway in tonight's matchup in the last game of the night here in the Comet Booster Sports Club shootout here tonight and it's the main event it's between Altamont and uh, Breeze Central here this evening Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters and we'll be here calling all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indians Athletics 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM as Altamont comes in into this contest five and two less than 24 hours ago they were victorious on a mega night there in Altamont as uh, they went away with that one 75-39 it was your final against OPH for the boys' side of things, and they completed the sweep of OPH last night as the three-pointers were falling there, particularly in the first half from Dylan Elam. He led the team in scoring with 20 points. He had six threes in the first half alone, and that really kind of ignited the Indians there in that first quarter, and that kind of propelled them to the win, and they scored off turnovers, and it was just a great night and a great overall team win because everyone contributed contributed in some sort of a way and pretty much everyone in that dress got in to play last night in that blowout win uh, to complete the sweep on Mega Knight. Yeah, unfortunately I wasn't able to be there with Travis, but uh, that's, that's great to see uh, all three teams uh, complete, complete the sweep on on Mega Knight and uh, be able to host such a, such a night. It's pretty, uh, pretty special. Uh, Altamont's taking on a uh, very tough uh, pretty special team. I believe I believe they're eight zero undefeated. They are undefeated on the season. They are the San Anthony uh, Thanksgiving tournament champs. Uh, beat Topless forty four thirty three in the championship game of that tournament. So uh, you know Breeze Central or Breeze Bonner Day. We just saw a game before this beat Monticello fifty six to thirty five. Um, either one, either one of those teams for Breeze every year is just they're they're just always always tough as nails. It seems like and that's no different. No different here tonight against uh, for uh, for Breeze Central. So Altamont, uh, I'm sure will uh, definitely be be ready be ready to play, and this will be this is definitely uh, uh, some great competition for for Altamont, and uh, I'm sure they'll come ready to play, and uh, I'm sure they're excited for this game, and you know see how they bear up against one of the better teams in uh, Southern Illinois. Yeah, and uh, last night it was uh, festive there in uh, Mega Night as everyone had their uh, ugly sweaters out and uh, Coach Neary had the uh, light-up tie on as well. No tie here tonight, though. It's just a straight orange polo here, the color of the choice and uh, the attire for this evening. But it's all fun and games last night, and they enjoyed the win and enjoyed the uh, pictures after the win. But now it's all back to business as, like you said, uh, Dom, this is going to be a tough test for uh, Altamont, as Bree Central did uh, win that St. Anthony Thanksgiving tournament, and they had to go through uh, St. Anthony, Robinson, and FEM before they took down T-Town in uh, the uh, championship game. And obviously, when you can beat uh, Totopolis uh, year in and year out, how great uh, they are. They is uh, a big feather in Bree Central's cap, and they're a talented program in the state of uh, Illinois in the southern part of the state as they have a handful of Elite Eight appearances. They have uh, state appearances and a state championship as well on their resume. So uh, they're really a premier, premier program in the state of Southern Illinois. And uh, this will be a good test uh, for uh, the uh, Indians here within the first half, kind of the last four of the year. 
and you know you kind of after this one you got another game or a couple games next week and then you go into the holiday season and then it's on to 2023 but it's a great early test here on a neutral floor here in Greenville tonight you can kind of basically see like Illinois you could say Illinois against Texas the other uh, a few weeks ago you could put it like that and uh, well Illinois won that night well they didn't look good uh, after that and they weren't particularly impressive uh, tonight either, but they did pick up the win over Alabama A&M. So that's just kind of what we're looking at here with the uh, Breeze Central Cougars coming in at undefeated. And uh, they have some uh, height. They have some length. And it's going to be uh, tough to stop here tonight. But this should be a good test for uh, where Altamont wants to be uh, in their program as well. Yeah, definitely. And that's why, you know, I'm sure Coach Avery schedules these games, you know, schedules these tough opponents like this, you know, to uh... – you know, see see how the team fares up against the uh, excuse me against fares up against tough competition like this. You know, and it'll it'll definitely help them out uh, down the road later on later on in the season, especially when they get to especially when they get to the postseason play. It'll definitely definitely help them out having that experience facing facing the uh, you know bigger schools. You know, Breeze Central's two uh, A and uh, you know tough tougher opponents. So it'll definitely help them out in that aspect as well. So I, you know, I look, I look for another great game here tonight from from Alabama. I know you said uh, Dylan Needham hit six threes last night, so let's hope you still have some of that, uh, some some threes left, you know, for for tonight's game as well. He just and, made uh, one right now. Well, you know, getting warmed up. Get well, he's getting warmed up. You know, all, I guess all I'm saying is save save some for the game. You know, save some for the game. But uh, you know, hey, I guess if if you're on fire, you're on fire, and if you're you're cold, you're cold. But let's hope he hope he's on fire tonight. All right, and, you know, it was kind of a prototype of what Altamont wants to do. They want to cause turnovers and get out in transition with some outlet passes. Mason Robinson is excellent at that. And then on any given night, uh, we saw a, few, a couple weeks ago with Avery making seven threes in the game. And then last night, uh, six threes for Dylan Elam. You just don't know where it's going to come from on any given night. And, you know, Robinson's capable of making threes. And we saw that kind of air hard stepped out and made some threes in the third quarter as well. It looks like his brother out there knocking down the threes, but uh, Cannon's done a really good job of filling in uh, for Eric Coleman. We do have some good news, though. We do see Eric down there on the bench, obviously uh, not in uniforms and warm-ups, but that is at least a good sign that he's here here with the team. And so, unfortunately, he won't be playing again tonight, but that is good news that he's on the mend, it seems like, and at least he's here in Greenfield tonight. So uh, nice to see him back at least on the bench and hopefully get him back uh, playing here very very soon. Yeah, definitely glad to, glad to see him uh, on on the bench and uh, you know definitely cheering his teammates on and help them out in any way possible. And you know, like yeah, like you said, Travis, uh, any anybody for off the block can uh, you know you know get hot get hot at any time. So. And uh, we're gonna step away for the national anthem. And the national anthem is brought to you by Team the Insurance Agency. So we'll be back in a few moments for the start of lineups and the tip off of this game to announce Mon and a Breeze Central. And we'll be back after the national anthem. Brought to you by Team the Insurance Agency. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM.
You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Obon County High School. Final game of the night here in Greenville. And let's take a look at the starting lineups first for the Altamont Indians in their road of black uniforms. Technically the road team here this evening. Wyatt Phillips, six foot senior, number 22, Avery Arhouse, six two senior, number 23, Mason Robinson, number 32, Logan Cornett, and number 33, Hannon Earhart. And uh, for the Abreu Central Cougars, coached by Jeremy Schubert in their home uh, white uniforms here this evening. And number one, it's Cody Dickshot. Number three, it's Ty Kipper. Number 11, Mason Schubert. And uh, let's see here, we have number 22, Zane Strage. And number 35, Chase Lewis. And uh, Mason Robinson and uh, Schubert is going to be tipping it off here. And we are underway into Greenville. Last game of the night, it's going to be Breeze Central winning the tip. And they'll control the basketball. They'll go left to right. On your radio dial here as Dickshot with the basketball here on the left side as Altamonte coming out in a little zone here to start off the game. That's Kipper with the basketball. Now they'll give it over on the right side there to Lewis. Lewis with the basketball left side, and he passes it up in between the circles now over to Schubert. Schubert was the MVP there at the St. Anthony Thanksgiving tournament. He's got the basketball, passes off in the corner to Kipper. Back to Schubert, shot for three. It's good. First three points. Got a Mason Schubert and Bree Central. It's three to nothing. It was a nice shot there by Schubert. They're definitely going to have uh, to contain him tonight. Altamont going right to left on your radio dial here this evening. It's Yarhouse. It looks like Bree Central opened up with a man to man defense here to begin the game. It's Phillips having it just inside the arc. Dishes off to Earhart. Earhart looking to go inside, puts up the shot, can't get it to fall, and rebounded by the Cougars. Six shot, bringing up the floor. He's going to go all the way to the hole. No call, but it's going to be a miss and rebound by Mason Robinson. He almost lost it, and the Brief Central tried to save it, but it's going to be out of bounds off of the Cougars, so it stays right here with Altamont. He's here early on with that last shot, and uh, last shot by Earhart. It looks like the officials might be letting him play here in the early going in the first few minutes here. It definitely does look that way, doesn't it? Cornette over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to drive. He spins around inside the paint. Now back out to Phillips. Phillips with the basketball onto the right wing. He's looking to do something with it. And he picks up his dribble now in a little bit of trouble. He's trying to find someone to pass it to. He gets it off to a Cornette. Cornette dribbles. He goes inside and he puts up the shot. And he's going to be fouled. So Logan Cornette is going to go to the free throw line here for two. Cooper gets the hit with the foul there, his first. Cornette at the free throw line. First free throw for Logan is up and no good. Bounced a couple times off the rim, and Altamont is still not on the scoreboard yet here in the early going. But Cornette trying to reverse that. As Cornette's second free throw will be on the way. First is no good, left it short. And it's going to be a dick shot and quickly the other way up the floor. And now he passes in the corner to Kipper. Shot for three is off. No good. And rebounded by Mason Robinson. Robinson looking to do something with it. Now goes over the corner to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for three is off. And rebounded by Lewis for Bree Central. Run up on two minutes gone in the first quarter. It's 3 nothing Bree Central. Dick shot with the basketball. Looking to direct traffic against Cornette. That looks like Altamont switched back to uh, man-to-man this trip. Big shot with the basketball. Now over shot four or three by Schrage. It's no good, but it's rebounded by Lewis. Lewis puts up the shot, can't get it to fall, and it's partially blocked by Earhart, and he got the rebound as well. Yarhouse running the floor. He's free, stops and pops. It's no good, left it short, and rebounded by Lewis. 
with Phil on the basket there on this side for Altamont. Yes, it sure is. Things not going their way here. Really going. It's Schubert. He's going to drive all the way to the hole, and it's going to be an offensive foul. Vintage Altamont basketball there. Mason Robinson uh, took that one. Schubert's first foul, second, second team foul. Went about a 5.20 to go here in the opening quarter. Still 3 nothing Cougars. As Robinson will bring up the floor for Altamont. It's going to be closely shouted there by Schubert. Not really pressuring him, but just kind of walking along with him. And Robinson's got it here in the front court. Now he's going to take a contested three-pointer. It's off. No good. And rebounded by Kemp. Kipper. Kipper gives it off there to Schrage now off in the corner. They'll swing it on the uh, wing to Lewis way off, off on the three and rebounded by Bree Central, though, and they'll reset. Over to a Schubert. Schubert looking to do something with it now. Finds Lewis on the other wing. It's also no good for three. Flying in there. They let him play, and Altamont gets control of the basketball, though. Here comes Robinson quickly the other way. He stops, and he's looking to get off to a teammate. Finds Phillips. Shot for three. It's off. No good. And the rebound goes to Phillips. Phillips going for the uh, three or four yard house. Wide open. He can't get it to fall back iron. Still can't get the lid off that basket. No, they certainly cannot. Big shot the other way. There's going to be a foul on the floor on Altamont before the shot. It's going to be the Indians' first team foul. Going to go on Cornette. Yep, Cornette, his first team's first. And Dylan Elam, the man uh, that hit those six threes in the first half, checks in for the first time tonight, as well as Caden Miller comes in as well. It's going to be Schubert. And outing underneath the basket on the baseline there. Now he gets it in to two straight. Schrage looks to go and drive all the way to the hole. A couple bounces off the rim. No good. Long rebound. He's tipped out to Hayden Miller. Alex Robinson finds Phillips on the right side. Now he picked up his dribble. He's in a little bit of trouble. And he gets it off to Elam. Elam will drive right side. Goes against three defenders. And there's going to be an offensive foul. It's either going to be an offensive foul or a travel. And they're unfortunately going to get the offensive foul there on Elam. Yeah, Dylan Elam, first foul. Yeah, his first team second. We got Bryce uh, Berman coming in uh, for Breeze Central here. And we got Jared Hammer looking to check in as well. And he'll check in for Phillips. Well, I hope uh, Alvin doing doing some great great things defensively. You know, only allowed three, three points yeah. so far here in the first quarter. Under four minutes to go, but uh, they just can't get the lid off their bucket on their end. Arnold also checked in for the Cougars. That's going to be uh, Ekman with the basketball. Now they get over to Arnold here on the right side, and he's going to get called for that carry. He knew it right away, and so that'll be a turnover back to Altamont. Free Central's first turnover of the game. And Elam will look to inbound it. Inbounds it to Robinson. The 340 to go. Still 3 nothing. Low scoring affair here early going. Cougars with the lead. It's Robinson with the basketball. Gets a screen from Kata Miller now over to Elam. Now top to Yarhouse. Yarhouse in between the circles. Gets a screen uh, from Elam, but he picked up his dribble. He's got to hand it off to Elam, and he dribbles here on the right side. He picks up his dribble. Now he's over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, four goes to the screen. Left side, a little runner. Can't get the ball again. Another miss, and Hammer just flying in there, trying for the rebound. Now Miller diving on the floor. Ball still loose, and it's off of the Cougars, and stays right here with Altamont. There's all kinds of bodies on the floor going after Hammer the hitting, the, hitting the deck. Miller also 
took a shot there diving for the basketball, but luckily it's Altamira retains possession. Elam gets it into the teeth of the defense to Robinson. Robinson against two defenders can't get it to fall again, and it's going to be blocked out of bounds. Stays right here with Altamira. Still with almost three minutes to go. Still nothing going for the Indians. Hammer gets it in at two of Robinson. Robinson, dangerous pass there, but it was completed to a Yarhouse out of the right wing. And now he's off to Elam up top. Now Robinson, he's looking to drive inside. He backs down as Schubert, and he lost it on the way up. And it's going to go uh, turnover to uh, Central. Now Schubert quickly up the way of the floor. Arnold up top to Lewis. And the Cougars will swing it on the perimeter and get it back to Lewis in between the circles. Now they'll get it over. And it's going to be an offensive foul. Saw that one coming all the way there as... Beckman gets hit with a foul there. Yeah, foul from number 21. Uh, Berman, number 21, uh, his first, team's third. And I got Logan Cornett returning for the Indians. And also, Trage comes in for the Cougars. And Altamont will call a, a timeout there. So I'll take a timeout as well. And it's 3 nothing still, Brees Central. 2.39 to go here in the opening quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Coach Newberry called that a 30-second timeout, and Altamont still with a goose egg on the scoreboard. Still 3 to nothing, free central. As it'll be a hammer with the basketball bringing up the floor, being closely guarded there by Beckman. Now gets it over to Cornette. Now Elam. With the basketball. Backdoor cut to Phillips. Phillips with a pump fake. It's free. And finally, Altamont off the schneid with the uh, Wyatt Phillips jumper. And it's 3-2. to two. Nice shot, shot there by Phillips to get the Altamont scoreboard. And he did shot over there to Arnold up top. Now they're going to hand it back off to Schubert. Schubert looking to drive left side. It's just off into the corner. Gives it back there to Strange. Now off in the corner. Shot for a three by Arnold is no good. Rebounded by Phillips. Phillips running the ball off the floor, almost loses his dribble, but maintains it. Now picks it up here at the free throw line, looking for someone to pass it off to. Almost has it stolen away, but Cornette and Al Phillips just reset. Elam will look to do something with the left side, trying for that backdoor cut, but nice recovery there for Free Central. And Hamer with the basketball, gives it over to a Phillips. Phillips here on the right side. Fakes left, goes right, tries to spin around, and he tries to find a man. He goes to Cornette. Cornette out to Hamer. Minute 30 to go in the opening quarter. Hamer with the basketball, and he's looking to get free. Puts up no good, and it's going to be rebounded there by Strange. Strange looking to do something with it. Now Dick shots wide open for a three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded there by Arnold. Now it's going to be Strange with the basketball. Schubert now coming up on a minute to go here in the opening quarter. Only five combined points so far. Defensive struggle. Six shot with the basketball, and now he passes out up top to Strange for three. Splashes it home. Those are his first points of the game. 
Only points for Bree Central have come from beyond the arc. It's 6-2 with 48 seconds left in the opening quarter. Elam with a basketball. He picked it up. He's got to touch it over to Hamer. Hamer on the left side. He's looking to drive inside. Now passes off to Cornette. He drives, puts up the runner. Can't get it to fall. Makeda Miller's there with the follow and the putback. It's 6-4. to four. Nice job there by Caden Miller. Be right there. Put it back up in the end for uh, yeah, no one boxed him out, and it's 24 seconds left, and Bree Central will probably hold for the final shot. Six shot with a basketball, 18 seconds left, and counting. Cornette's out there. Can't quite get the five-second call started on him, but six shot and dribbling it around here. Ten seconds now he's going to go. Now he looks for a backdoor cut to Schubert. Knocks the glass and in uh, for Mason Schubert, and it's eight to four. Time is running out, and Elon won't get a shot off, and uh, that's going to do it for the opening quarter. So after one quarter of play, it's Bree Central 8, Altamont 4, and we'll be back here in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack Evans. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the second quarter of action. Just about ready to get underway. It's a defensive struggle here early on in Greenville. Both these teams flexing their defensive muscles here. And we'll see if Altamont can get it going. They had a hard time making shots here on this end in the first quarter. Phillips with the basketball. Fire a three of short. And a long rebound will go to Bree Central. They're looking to run in transition, and that is a good there by Kemper. And it's 10-4. to 4. He drove that to length of the floor, coast to coast there. I did. He looked to horn it all the way, and he did just that. As Hammer will have the basketball. He's off to of Phillips. Phillips with the basketball now. Dribbles that at the top of the key, picks it up. Looks to get it off to Elam. He finds him. Elam will back it out here at the uh, volleyball line. Now he's looking to get it off to a Phillips. He finds him. And Phillips lost it, and it's going to be a turnover there. And a dick shot looking to run with it. And he dumps it off to a Strange there. Strange drives, crossover, puts up the contested shot. No good, but he gets his own miss back. And he puts it up. Count the basket and the foul for Strange. And the bench rows the boat. Every single one of them got down on the floor and rode the boat. And Strange doesn't go to the line for the end one. He's going to go on Robinson. It's first. Team third. Makes the score 12 to 4. Bree Central. Bree Central starting to pull away here a little yeah, bit. They are. And it's going to be free throw up and in there for Strange. And he's got, got six. And so it's Hammer getting across half court. 
Hamer with the basketball on the left side. 6.50 to go here in the second. And Hamer is over there to uh, Yarhouse. Yarhouse had the volleyball line and dribbles to his left. We're going to get it off to Robinson. He finds him. And Robinson hands off to Hamer. Hammer looking to drive inside. Now he stops and trying to get three. Puts up the shot. Can't get it. And had it just taken away from him. I believe it was partially blocked, but yeah. And then Hammer was looking for the foul, too. Yeah, definitely. And a dick shot with a basketball in between the circles. And he'll get a little fake handoff, and he'll just stop and pop. And it is no good. Rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to run with it. And then gets it stolen from behind there by Schubert. Never felt him, and he goes all the way. Can't finish the lefty layup, and it's going to be a track down by Hammer. Hammer up to a Robinson. Robinson with a full head of steam. Spins around and right into the arms of Schubert, and they're going to lose it, and it's stolen away again. We got that as a fourth turnover for Altamont. And coughing it up here the last 30 seconds or so. 5.45 to go in the second quarter. Central still with the 13-4 lead. Schubert with a basketball. We're going to do something with it. Here he goes. He drives to the right. Now dishes off into the corner. A couple of pump things there by Strange. And now back up top to Lewis. Lewis with the basketball. Dribbles in between the circles. Looking for someone to pass to at the volleyball line. Now he's going to cross over. Earhart. Take him all the way to the rim. Off the glass and in for Chase Lewis. And it's 15-4. to Pretty central starting to show why they're undefeated so far. Earhart shot for a three, in and out, no good by Schubert. And Schubert will get across half court. He dribbles to the left. He's looking to take it all the way. Now passes in the corner, extra pass to Lewis. Egg up top, straight on three for Dick's shot. Is good. And they want to, Coach Niebuhr, he wants a timeout as the lead as well to 18 to 4 for Breeze Central. And we'll take a timeout as well. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like you're listening to altamont high school basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm welcome back here for 52 to go in the second quarter it's been all of reason central as they've extended this lead out going on a 10-0 run to begin this second quarter and now have the 18 to 4 advantage and coach neighbor just had to call a timeout just to kind of stop the bleeding a little bit here and uh with this run that they Bree Central started here, yeah, definitely had to had to stop the bleeding and you know calm calm the guys down and get get everyone uh, back on the same back on the same page. You know, hopefully, uh, Alphonse can start turning these possessions into points here. And it's just like they, they had a lid on the basket. Robinson yeah, jumper is off, no good. It was short and rebounded there by Kepper. And Schubert will get across half court. He'll walk it over, picked up by Robinson. Now Lewis hands it back to Schubert. Mid-range jumper for him is off and rebounded there by Elam. Elam brings the ball up the floor across the timeline here. Caden Miller checks back in on that last timeout. 
Elam with the basketball as he'll pick it up and he hands it off to Yarhouse, who came back in as well. Yarhouse with the basketball, wanted to take a three, but he steps inside of the arc, and now he picks it up here at the free throw line and gives it off to Robinson. Under three, under four to go, I should say. As Robinson gets the screen up from Miller, he's looking to do something with it left side, trying for that backdoor cut, but it's denied again. And Earhart had it poked away from behind, a lookout. And it's going to stay right here with Bree Central, or stay right here with Altamont. That was on number 23, Hayden Rickoff. That's his first, team fourth. And a Rickoff will check into the game there. I don't think there was a foul there. As it'll be Elam spinning around, getting free, up and in over Dylan Elam. And it's 18-6. to 30 to go. And Schubert with the basketball across the timeline. Hands off to Dickshot. Dickshot now to Lewis. Lewis here from mid-range. He posts up, and it's good. Rises up, and it's 20 to 6. Free central. As Elam drives to the basket. Now Miller's wide open underneath. Up and in for Kanan Miller. And it's 20 to 8. Miller's fourth point of the night. So I'm going get, to getting something, a little something going on. A little something, week. yeah. Just anything to get something positive. Definitely. Six shot here on the left side. He's looking to a drive with it. Now gets it off to a Lewis. Lewis has it up top of the key. Now over to a Schubert on the left wing. Now back to a Lewis. Lewis here out of the volleyball line. Looking to do something with it. Gets off to a Dick shot. Dick shot. Looking for someone to pass. He gets it to Schubert. He's a little open for three. Back iron. And the rebound goes to Elam. Robinson, extra pass to Earhart, who was running the floor, gets it up, and count the basket and the foul for Kynan Earhart. Here we go. Now starting to get some life. As Earhart will go to the line for the N1. Makes it 20 to 10. Uh, foul there is on number 35, uh, Chase Lewis's first. Team's fourth. I guess there wasn't a foul earlier on the uh, ripoff there. You mentioned Travis. And it'll be Earhart missing. He knew it as soon as he left the line, and it was a short, so it's still 20 to 10. Coming up on a 2.20 to go here in the first quarter, or the first half, I should say. Schubert drives and kicks off to Dick Shot for three. It's good. He knew it. He was walking away from it. And that's his second three of this quarter. It's 23 to 10. Yeah, he's got six points now. And it's Elam with the basketball dribbling here on the perimeter. Now gets the backdoor cut to Yarhouse. Yarhouse can't get the layup, but Miller's there for the follow. His putback can't fall, and it's going to be rebounded there by Arnold. Again, these are close shots, but it just seems like that. This uh, rim just being unkind right now. Definitely so. Sure goes over in the corner to Arnold. Arnold drives now over to a dick shot on the left wing. Now he's looking to drive. And he dishes off in the corner to Schubert. Schubert with a little head fake. Now to Lewis up top, straight on three. It's good for Chase Lewis. His seventh point in this quarter. It's 26 to 10. Yarhouse the other way, trying to answer with a three of his own, and he does. Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse. And it's 26-13. Those are his first three points of the game. Quickly, Lewis up the other way, but he's going to be fouled. Uh, trying to catch a uh, quick Trying to get the ball up quick and catch Altamont napping a little bit. Well, on number 33, Kyan Earhart's his first, team's fourth. 
So Chase Lewis will go to the free throw line here. And a free throw is no good. Still 26-13. to 13. Earhart will take a seat, and Wyatt Phillips will check back in for the Indians. Chase Lewis will get a, another free throw coming here. And he'll try to extend that Cougar lead, and he can't do it. And it's rebounded by Robinson. Elam gets the ball quickly up to A.R. House. A.R. House back to Elam. Set up some offense here. Get a screen from Miller. He goes the other way. Almost stolen away. But Elam fires cross court to a Phillips. Phillips will get a screen from Miller. And he thought about a step back three, but gives it off to Robinson instead. And we're under a minute to go here in a second. As it's Elam gets the screen, uh, and he's going to get free from mid-range. Mid-range jumper is good for Elam, his second bucket of the quarter, 26-15. to 15. That was a nice mid-range jumper there by Elam. Went up on 40 seconds to go, and Robinson trying for a quick steal on Schubert, being a little bit lazy with a dribble. Robinson trying to steal it, but Schubert got it back. He's in the front court now, as he has it over there to Beckman. Beckman now up top to a dick shot at the top of the key. Elam almost getting his hand on the basketball there, but maintains possession now over to Schubert in between the circles with 15 to go. Schubert back to back out here more towards the half-court line. Looking to do something with it, and he picked up his dribble here as Robinson's right in his face over to Chase Lewis. Five seconds left. That's Arnold in the corner over to Dick Shot. Dick Shot, the free-throw line jumper is off, and time is going to run out in the first half. So after one half of play, it is Breeze Central 26, Altamonte 15, and we'll be back with the halftime report as we'll get some first-half statistics as well as we'll try to check on some other scores from around the area and some first-half analysis as well. It's Breeze Central 26, Altamonte 15 here at the half, so we'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Altamonte Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Bond High School as it is 26-15. The Central Cougars leading over the Altamont Indians here at the half as Altamont just seemed to have a lid on that side of the basket, particularly there in the first quarter as they were only able to put up four points and they did hold Bree Central to eight. But a nice second quarter there by Bree Central. They started to hit some three-pointers there and it kind of put some distance between themselves here with Altamont there, and that's really been kind of the difference in the first half. They haven't really had any bad shots for Altamont. They just can't, unfortunately, just can't seem to get him the ball. No, you're right. They really haven't haven't had any, any bad shots or, or anything. Um, I mean, I know there's a few times they drove the drove the basket, you know, got got it blocked or whatever, but uh, no, no really terrible shots or silly shots or, or anything like that. I know they do. Have five and four turnovers. The Breeze Central is one, so maybe you know there's a little bit, a little bit there in the turnovers. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. The lids either covered or, or partially on the basket over there. They, they did manage to get 15 points, um, 15 points there in the first half, nine points in the uh, second quarter. Uh, but Breeze Central uh, doubled them up as they got 18 there in the second quarter. As they lead 26-15, we'll go over some uh, stats here for you. First for Reed Central, uh, Cody Dickshot is 0-3 from the field and 2-3 for from three-point range for his six points. Ty Kepper, 1-1 one for one from the field and 0-1 for from three-point range for his two points. Mason Schubert, 1-3 yeah, for three from the field, 1-2 for two from three-point range for his five points. Zane Schrage is 1-3 for three from the field and 1-2 for two from three-point range for his is one for one from the free throw line for his six points uh colton arnold he's uh over one from three-point range and chase lewis he's uh two for four from the field one for three from three-point range for his seven points for altamont we have jared hammer he's over two from the field wyatt phillips is one for one from the field and over two three-point range for his two points 
Dylan Elam's two for two from the field, his four points. Avery Yarhouse over two from the field and one for three from three point range. He's got three points. Mason Robinson over two from the field and over one from three point range. Uh, Logan Cornett's over two. Uh, from the field, he's also 0 for 2 from the free throw line. Kynan Earhart's 1 for 2 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range. He's also 0 for 1 from the free throw line for two points. Caden Miller, uh, 2 for 3 from the field. He's also got three rebounds. Uh, he's got four points. He's doing a great job. I think, you know, in uh, Eric Coleman's absence uh, down there, um, I'll just uh, – Pretty essential just getting those, those shots to fall, it seems like. And, uh, out the one is maybe they'll have better luck here on the other, on the other end here in the, in the second half. But, uh, first quarter definitely was a very much defensive battle. And we thought that it might be that way the whole game. But, uh, yeah. obviously, obviously not as, uh, pretty essential, uh, turned it up a notch here as they lead by 11 here at, uh, halftime, 26 15. So out the going to have to find a way to, uh, Either stop them from scoring, or you know, making the most of their possessions, and getting gives me balls in the holes they can. And then another thing there in that first half, both uh, both teams were they were just playing out there as the officials were just kind of letting them play. And sure, they yeah, had some hard contact down low, but uh, you, you like to see that if it's called both ways. And so far, it has been, and there hasn't been a lot of fouls, so no one really in uh, foul trouble at all, and not many free throws uh, being a shot here. Uh, tonight, but uh, we have action going on all around uh, the area this evening in uh, St. Elmo. We have uh, Cumberland scoring off with St. Elmo Brownstown over on WCRA. That should be happening right now as that's third place in the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. Also in the championship game, we got one to two straws in uh, the championship game a little bit later. And we also... Yes, thank you. And uh, they'll also uh, be uh, uh, North Clay also in the uh, championship game there in the uh, Conrad Allen uh, tournament in uh, Wayne City uh, this evening as well. And uh, we did have some other scores that are rolling in as Lincoln, they defeated uh, FEM 59-46 in boys' action uh, today. And uh, Totopolis was up in the uh, Eureka shootout as they beat East Peoria 56-48. to uh, 48. And uh, St. Anthony and girls' basketball, Defeated Arthur Lovington Atwood Heyman, 66 to uh, 39, was uh, the uh, final in uh, that one. Uh, there, as of course Cumberland got into that uh, third place game there against St. Elmo tonight with a loss to Winchester Straws last night, 58 to uh, 54. There from uh, last night outside St. Anthony in action uh, today in a boys' action they were against Charleston, and uh, we'll have some scores for you up on our website fmradio.com, and of course we'll have all the coverage of all the area games on the starting lineup on a Monday from 11 to 2 at noon over there on a 98.9, the game. And we had history over on WCRA. We had the biggest comeback in NFL history. But it happened against the team that is the affiliate of WCRA, and that's the NMLS Colts. They, of course, had that 33 nothing lead, and then the Vikings came all the way back and won it in overtime after trailing there at halftime. And we got more action on 98-9 the game tomorrow uh, as we got a, a doubleheader of a football action. We got the Bears and the Eagles on the 98-9 of the uh, game tomorrow. And we also have the Patriots and the Raiders as well. Patriots fighting for some playoff positioning there. That'll be following the Bears and Eagles game. And uh, this has been a, a busy week here on our airways. And if you thought this week was busy, 
definitely want to stay in the tune for the week following Christmas as it's holiday tournament time with the Vandalia Holiday Tournament going on, the Mattoon Holiday Tournament, and the Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament as well. We're back to live action here in the third, and Brees Central will start off with the basketball going right to left on your radio dial, and immediately Schubert gets the backdoor cut and up and in, and it's 28-15, but Kynan Earhart answers with a three. He made two in the third quarter last night, and he's got another one here, 28-18. This is a nice shot there by, by Earhart. Got them on the other other end of the floor, so hopefully that pass is kinder to them than and the Cornette, other one was in the first half. And Cornette tipped it out of bounds, so it stays right here with uh, Breeze Central going the opposite way, going right to left. It's the side that Altman had uh, trouble putting anything in the basket. As Lewis will hand it off to uh, Schubert. Starting five uh, back out there for Breeze Central, Dick Shaw, Kemper, Schubert, uh, Schrage, and Lewis out there on the floor. Starters for Altamont as well. And it's going to be a strong move to the hole. Can't get it to fall there by Kipper. And he's going to put up his follow. It's no good. And it's going to be a foul. And so uh, Kipper will go to the line for two. Foul's on number 22. Avery Yarhouse, his first, team's first in the second half. So Kipper will go to the line for two here. The 10 point advantage. Trying to make it. Can't do it. Left it short. Still 28-18. As it's the second foul shot of four. Kemper up, and it's good. One for two there, and he's got three on the night. 29-18, 11-point lead. Phillips is wide open in the corner for three. Can't get it to fall back iron and rebounded there by Dick Shot. He's going to run all the way up the floor. He's going to go coast to coast, puts it up, and count. I thought it was going to go and one, but instead it's just going to be two free throws for Cody Dickshot there. Foul on number 32, Logan Cornette, his second, team second of the half. The Dickshot will be out of the free throw line, shooting a pair here. It's his soft shot up and in. Got seven. He made two threes there in that second quarter. And he makes the free throw there. Makes it 30 to 18. Just underway here in the second half. Second foul shot up and in again for Dick Shot. And it's 31 18. Quickly up the floor for the Indians. And Phillips will work it over to Earhart as Robinson now at the elbow. And he gets it over to a, I guess a screen from Cornette. And Robinson almost double dribbled with it. But he gets away with it as Earhart goes over to uh, Phillips. Phillips spinning around. He's in the paint trying to back down his man. Turnaround jumper is good for Wyatt in his second bucket, 31-20. That's a nice turnaround jumper by Phillips there. And then Schubert will get across half court there on the right side. He has it here on the wing. Now he crosses over Phillips. He goes all the way. Strong move to the hole. And Schubert got it. And it's 33-22. As Robinson gets over to a Cornette. Cornette drives and I picks it up and he goes to Robinson. Robinson, the runner, can't get it to fall, but Cornette gets it back and off to Robinson again, off the glass and in. It rolled in for Mason Robinson, his first basket, 33 22. Nice job there by Altamont. Cornette getting it back to Robinson, give Robinson another chance to put the ball back in the hole. Kirill will have the basketball here now on the left side. He tries to cross over Phillips again. Now in the corner, shot for a three. Kemper can't get it to fall, but Dick shot there with the rebound. 
And he finds Kepper underneath the basket up and in. And it's 35-22, Breeze. And Robinson spins around, and they're going to call an offensive foul. They're going to have to find a little taste of their own medicine there as Kipper is the one drawing that charge. Yeah, fouls on number 23, Mason Robinson, his second, team's third of the half. And also had a, a sub come in as uh, Dylan Elam checks back in to the game. As it'll be Schubert getting across the timeline and guarded by Phillips there. And he goes left side now, crosses over to the right. Now Arnold straight thought about a three. Backdoor cut to Dick shot, and it's going to be right in the hands of Lewis, and it's no good. Tips around, and a long rebound goes to Phillips. Phillips with the run out over to Robinson. Robinson strong to the hole, can't get it to fall, and it's going to be rebounded there by Kipper. Kipper looking to go coast to coast, layup off the glass and in, and he took a hard hit there off the bleachers there, but he's right back up, thankfully. Yeah, it definitely was a hard 37-22, kind of slid right into the bleachers here at Greenville. And they call a technical foul on Coach Niebergie. And uh, Coach Niebergie is going to get a, a technical foul there. Didn't see a lot of what he was saying there. And he's going to get a, a technical. So technical free throws were awarded to a Breeze Central. And these my HSA rules. Uh, Coach Niebergie will have to take a seat for the remainder of the game. And so... Uh, Kind of agreeing with a, a couple of the uh, recent calls. and Didn't hear a lot, but then he got his money's worth there at the uh, at the end when they teed him up there. So it'll be a brief central. And he'll be shooting some technical free throws here, and they'll get the ball. Free throw up and in. For Strange. He's got seven, 38-22. Second free throw is also good for Strange. He's got eight. And it's 39-22, and the Cougars will remain attain the ball. And Kaden Miller will come in, and Hannah Earhart will take a seat. And yeah, Schubert inbounding there on the sidelines. And uh, Schubert will walk it across the timeline. Here comes the double team, but Schubert gets off to Kipper in the corner. The driver left side, now Dickshot in the corner, now drive baseline. He passes out, fires a pass to Strange for a three. Good. Wow. My goodness, what a find there. And uh, Strange converts the three-pointer. It's 42-22. It's a 20-point lead, and Altamont throws it away. Turnover there for the Indians the other way. Uh, and uh, Schubert goes up, and I can't get it to fall, but Dick shot there, and it'll be a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow. We'll give it to Altamont. Reese Central just, just finding the way, going after loose balls, and just being really aggressive down below, going after those rebounds. And so it'll be under four to go here in the third. 20-point lead for Central. As Elam will hold on to the ball there on the left side. He had it knocked away, and the ball's loose, and it's going to go into the hands of Schubert. Schubert's looking to run with it, finds Dick Shot in the corner. And he surveys the defense here, fires there over Schubert, fires the pass over to Kipper, and he gets inside. A floater can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Phillips. Phillips picked up his dribble there and had to get off to Robinson. Now Elam has it here in the front court. 
Elam gets a screen from Robinson. Elam strong to the hole, off the glass and in. Layup for Elam. He's got six, and it's 42-24. Madamon needs to stop uh, stop his bleeding here a little bit. And uh, going to be a sewer over there on the right side. Coming up about three minutes to go in the third. There's a fire, the pass on the corner, but it's tipped about by the Indians, so it stays right here with Central. Jared Hammer coming in and checking in for Wyatt Phillips. Also a sub in there is uh, Bryce Beckman as well for Central. It's Dick Shot going to be inbounding there onto the baseline and just underneath his basket. Get it in. Arnold also came in there as well for the Cougars. It's Trage with the basketball here as now he gets off to Arnold. Almost fumbled it, but now drive to the left side. Now it dishes off there. Strong move to the hole and can't get it to fall. And there's going to be an offensive foul on Beckman. And that's Kaden Miller who drew the charge there. It's uh, foul number 21, Bryce Berman, his second team's first of the second half. Cornette will check in and Yarhouse will take a seat. 2.47 to go here in the third. Out to trails 42-24. to 24. Definitely not the game Altamont was what one here tonight. No, definitely not. As it's Ace Elam with the basketball here. He has that in the free throw line. He gets about two of Robinson. Robinson fumbled a little bit, but he maintains control. Now over to Hammer. Hammer gets a screen from Robinson. He gets about two of Miller. Miller's going to fire a three. It's good for Caden Miller stepping out and hitting a three. And it's 42-27. Big fella from behind the arc nails it. Knocks down a three. Yeah, maybe that'll be just what they needed as there's going to be a uh, common foul on Altima as Schubert was driving to the rim. Foul number two, Jared Hammer, his first team's fifth of the half. First action for Caden Rackers. And a dick shot will uh, take a seat on the bench. And that's Raker's going to be a look to get it in. They get it in two straight, straight on three is short. And rebounded by Miller. Now Robinson trying to be two defenders and layup up and in for Robinson. Put that one coast to coast there. They will able to beat three central on the fast break. 42-29, a minute 50 to go in the third. Gets the bench up a little bit for the Indians. As Schubert with the basketball on the left wing. They're going to do something with it. With it, sizing up Hammer. Dribbles around the left side, and he has it stolen away by Altamont. Breeze's first turnover in the second half. And it's going to be Hammer nearly getting it stolen away. Robinson had to go and track it down. Minute 30 to go in the third. It's over to Elam. Elam hits a screen, and Elam drives, and he'll dish it off to Cornette. Cornette with a little head fake, and he picked it up. Hands off to Kaden Miller. Back out to Elam. Minute 10 to go in the third. Elam drives, puts up a shot, and he's fouled on the way to the rim. And so Dylan Elam will go to the free throw line here. Fouls on number 25, Colt Arnold for Bree Central. That's his first team second. Second half. And so Elam will be at the line for two here. Killing 42-29. Elam's free throw is up and in. got seven tonight, and Chase Lewis comes back in, and Elam will be at the line for a second one. 
Second free throw on the way up and in. No, can't get it to fall, but Miller's there for the follow up and in for Kaden Miller. And it's 42-32, back to 10. As the Altamont State will try to get back in it here. Under a minute to go in the third. Schubert with the basketball there on the right side. Picks it up, looking for someone to pass it to. Gets it off to Lewis. Lewis has it there, and Miller's right there in his face. Gives it over there to Rakers. Rakers looking to do something with it. Left side, it dribbles it back over to a Beckman. Beckman here at the volleyball line. 35 seconds left in the third. And it's going to be almost stolen away there by Cornette, but he's going to get picked up with a foul. Foul number 32, Logan Cornette, his third, team six of the half. Yeah, foul's really starting to pile up for the Indians. Next one will send Bree Central on the bonus. Cornette will take a few of those three, and Wyatt Phillips will come back in. They get in there to Rakers. Rakers lost the dribble of it, and Elam's coming back over to guard him. Now Lewis. Lewis here holds on to it with 20 seconds left. Lewis gets over there to Schubert here on the near sideline. And he tries to dribble around Hammer. Can't do it. Crosses over Hammer now. Now over to Lewis. He gets it back to Schubert. Schubert mid-range jumper falling away as well. Nails the jumper. It's 44-32. We got three seconds left. Hammer is over to Elam. Elam shot for three. Oh. Short. And that'll do it for three quarters of play. Three Central 44, Altamont 32, and we'll be back here in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball, Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Bond County High School here in Greenville as we start in the fourth quarter. Central with the basketball, and they have the 44-32 lead. As it'll be over there to a Shrage, almost threw it away. Had to go track it down near half court, but they get a ball back. Charles came back in, so did Earhart on the uh, quarter timeout there. As Kemper, backdoor cut to Dickshot, up and in, off the glass. A nice backdoor cut, get the ball to Dick shot for the easy two. Both teams had uh, great scoring quarters last quarter. Bruce Central with 18, Altamont with 17. Hammer puts up a wild shot, can't get it to fall, and rebounded there by Lewis. Schubert, getting the ball half court, but Hammer made it difficult for him. Schubert up top, now over to Lewis. Lewis gets it back to Schubert, up and in. It's another layup there, it's 48 32. And it'll go over to Hammer. 
Hamer will have the ball. He gets a screen from Robinson. Now Earhart thought about a three, but they get dump it down low to Robinson. Backs down his man, puts it off the glass, can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Six Shot. Trying to go one-on-one there with Schubert, and it's Kipper. Hands it back off to Schrage here on the left side. He'll drive, and he'll stop and give it off to Six Shot. He'll spin around, and Phillips puts it up, off the glass, and in. And it's 50 to 32. Leads back to 18. Yarhouse the other way. Had it lost it and it's stolen away by Dickshot. The other way. Dumps it off to Schubert. Layup and in. For Schubert. It's back to 20. It's 52 32. And Albemarle just had it down to 10 points. And now they're down, down by 20. Again. Yeah, the bench was up. The crowd was excited. And now it's back to 20. As it'll go over to a Robinson. Robinson thought about a three straight on. Gives it off to Earhart. Earhart left-handed hook is good. Nice baby hook there for Earhart. And it's 52-34. He's got seven points on the evening. Does Earhart? Yeah, he's filled in nicely the last two games that Coleman's been out. As it's going to be a Strage for three. Gets it to fall. Strange is second three-pointer in this half, and it's 55-34. Yarhouse steps inside the arc, short, and rebounded by Schwab, yeah. Now Lewis with the basketball has it over there, too. Dickshot, Dickshot drives, and I don't know if that was a pass or a shot, but either way, it goes in the hands of Hamer. Hamer being chased from behind, had it poked away from behind, and Lewis with the steal. Turnover there for the Indians. Lewis, coast to coast, he doesn't give it up, and it's going to be rebounded there by Phillips. And there's going to be a foul on the rebound on Bree Central. Rob will get hit with a foul there, they say. Yeah, that's Strong's, uh, Strong's first, team's third. And see, uh, Phillips and Hammer take a seed. I think Elam... Came back in there. Cornette also returned. Cornette's got those three fouls. And it's going to be a pass off to Earhart. Earhart trying to back down Lewis. Now back out to Garhouse. Garhouse gets a screen from Robinson. Garhouse hands off to Elam. Now he's looking to drive left side. And it's going to be up. And he lost it on the way up. And they're going to stay off of Central. So it stays right here without tomorrow. Subs coming in. For Nick Helmick comes in for the first time this evening. Also another one that came in as well. Immediately thrown in a miss little miscommunication there for Altamont and a turnover on the inbounds pass. Number five for them in the second half. It was Arnold who came back in as well. Gets the screen to a dick shot now over there to Kipper. Kipper passes off, and he somehow gets the ball back after it ping-bongs around a little bit, and Schwab will just back it out towards the volleyball line. And it's going to be a, a turnaround, and the Schwab's free, but he gets off in the corner. The dick shot, he's open, but he doesn't take the three. Cross-court pass to Schwab again now with a little ball fake. Pass inside. Drop running the baseline, and they have it off there, and Helmick lost it on the way up, and it was off of Helmick, and it's be a turnover to Altamont. Rockers comes in uh, for Central, and Schwab will uh, take a seat. 
Under four to go here in the game, 55-34. Elam with the basketball, crossover move, takes in the pink, out the basket, and the foul for Dylan Elam. Nice chair up there by Elam to draw the foul. And he'll go to the line for the end one. Foul's on number three, Ty Cooper, Kepper, excuse me, his second, team's fourth of the half. Looks like we have Rakers back in for Central. And Elam will be at the line for the end one up and in. He's in a double figures. He's got 10. And it'll be a 55-37 Altamont trailing here. Burnett trying for the steal, and he's going to get hit with a foul here. His fourth. And it's also... One-on-one one bonus time for the Cougars. So we'll walk the other way and two free throws here. It's going to be a Rakers with shooting free throws here. Foul shot up and in. Wow. Wanted to come out, hit every part of the rim, and finally fell down for Caden Rakers. He'll get another one and make it sit 56-37. Rakers' second foul shot is also good. Take a couple of bounces and in. Back to 20. It's 57-37. 3.35 to go in the game. Elam with the basketball now over to a Cornette. Hands off to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse hands off to Robinson. Straight on three. Can't get the ball back iron. And rebounded there by Arnold. Rakers with the basketball. I get a screen of there, gives it to him, to Helmick. Finds himself underneath, spin around, puts up the little jump shot, it's good. There by Nick Helmick. And it's 59-37. Hands off to a Miller for three, stepped right into it. His second three of the game for Caden Miller. That's 59-40. Going off his range here this evening. He's in double digits, he also has five rebounds. As uh, that will be Helmick. Up top at the top of the key. Now it's going to be Rakers. The floater is off. No good. Tipped around and finally hands of Yarhouse. Yarhouse gets it across half court. And he got it almost taken away. But to the trailer, Elam. Elam drives. Stops and pops. And they can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Dickshot. Mop on 2.30 to go in the game. Then Central. Here they had a low-scoring affair in the first, and then they take control there in the second. Haven't looked back. No, I haven't. Had it down to 10 points at one point after the opening quarter, but it's been the closest that Osmond's been here in the second half. As it's going to be Dick shot, uh, pulling his way. It can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Elam. We're under two minutes to go. Elam going coast to coast, and he's going to be foul, hard foul there. Watch out there, close to those bleachers, and he seems to be all right. And so Dylan will go to the free throw line here for two. Foul from number one, Cody Dick shot his first, team's fifth. So Elam will be uh, back to the line after he made his other and one attempt, two for three of the line tonight. Free throw up, and it's good. Eli Miller checking in, and so is Ada McManaway as well. Cornette, Robinson, 
and E.R. House all take a seat. And Elam will be at the free throw line for a second opportunity. As Elam's second free throw is good. Two for two there for Elam. Three for four at the line tonight. 59-32. And he's got 12. As it'll be a 154 to go. 59-42 year score out to my trailing here. As it'll be a Rakers with the basketball in between the circles. Guarded by Hammer. And he gets a screen there from Helmnick. And Rakers is free. And a mid-range jumper is good. And it's 61-42. Rakers two points of the night. And it's going to go to Eli Miller. Hands off to Hammer. Hammer driving to the hole. And it's going to be a foul on a Bree Central. Foul number 12, Caden Rockers, his first team six. We also got mass substitutions coming in uh, for the uh, Cougars. We got Austin Taylor out there. We got uh, Dawson Kipper out there. And another sub as well. And uh, that's uh, Braden Hager as well. As it's Miller at the top of the key. Hands off to McManaway. McManaway drives. He can't get it to fall, but he gets his own miss back. Off to Earhart. Earhart checks back in, and McManaway will shoot a three. And it's going to be off. No good. Rebounded there by Taylor. Coming up on a minute to go. McManaway trying to fight for the basketball with Taylor there. Almost kind of poked away now over in the corner, and Free Central will work it around here. Also, Rickoff also came into the game, and he banks it in. He drove to the rim at 63 42, 45 seconds left in this one. Miller's going to try for another three. Can't get it to fall, and it was a little bit further, just a step or two beyond uh, the arc, and can't get it to fall, and that'll be a foul. Coming up on Altamont, and that was just to get some subs in. Caden Davis to check in, and Earhart will take a seat. So will Simke come in as well. And the clock will stop. 34.7 left, and we're in the bonus. So he's shooting one on one free throws here for the Cougars. Free throw was a short, no good by Taylor. And it's rebounded there by McManaway. 30 seconds left. It's Davis here on the left side. The screen from Kata Miller. Now Davis holds on to the ball and out to Simke. Me over to Davis. Davis going to fire a three. Can't get it to fall way off on the left side. And it goes out of bounds. No one else touched it, so it'll be central ball. 14 seconds left in this one, so looks like Altamont will fall to 5-3 and three on the season, and Free Central will improve and stay undefeated at 9-0. and oh. And I'll just let the time run out. That'll do it. 63-42. Uh, tough night here for Altamont. As they fall to a state-ranked Bree Central here, 63 of 42 year final. Bree Central with the W and Altamont falls to five and a three. And uh, so we'll be back to uh, wrap this one up. We'll get the uh, final statistics and uh, post-game analysis, and we'll also uh, catch up with Coach Nevery here after the game as well. So uh, we'll be back in a few moments to wrap this one up. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. 
You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two liter of Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Mon County High School in Greenville as it was the last game of the night here at the uh, Sports Boosters, Comet Sports Boosters uh, shootout here this evening. And uh, your final was a Breed Central coming out with a win at 63 of 42. They improve there to uh, 9 and 0 on the season and Altamont falls to a 5 and a 3 here against the state-ranked Breeze Central, and they flex their muscles uh, there, particularly in the second quarter on, as uh, Altamont had a tough time of getting things going early there, and ultimately it can come back from it, showed a little bit of life there, cut it to 10, and uh, unfortunately uh, ended up uh, falling as Breeze Central started to pull away again there 
uh, late. So uh, just uh, we knew it was going to be tough coming in uh, this evening, and uh, Bree Central proved uh, why they're uh, they're so talented, why there's a lot of hype around them, why they're such a great program, and uh, they showed it uh, here tonight as they started making their shots there in the second quarter, and that's kind of uh, what made them pull away there in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. That's what that's what made them pull away there in the beginning. It was only eight to four after the first quarter, and uh, then they started making those shots there in the uh, in the second quarter. And that's really really where where they pulled away and took took the game away. They outscored Altamont that quarter. They doubled them up eight, eighteen to eighteen to nine. Uh, the third quarter was close uh, scoring wise. Goes Recession only outscored Altamont eighteen to seventeen. As uh, Coach Neary makes his way up here, and then Bree Central out scored Altamont 19 to 10 here in the fourth quarter. So we end the heads over the coach here, and we'll get uh, Coach on uh, the uh, headsets here, and uh, Coach will bring in here. And uh, we knew that it was going to be a tough matchup here tonight, and uh, fortunately, you guys uh, fall to a really talented ball club over there on the other side of the locker room. Yeah, so. Uh, we didn't shoot well again. It was one of those nights. Uh, you had to contribute to that. So they're, they got, they're pretty good defensively. Sure. Um, we gave up a lot of – too many backdoor layups, too many – too many – us losing the basketball uh, on defense, like losing sight of, losing sight of our man and ball. And the uh, – and I feel like we fumbled the ball more than we should as a, as a senior-laden team. So, you know, a tribute to Bree Central. They're a good basketball team, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been some really good teams this year. Uh, but I don't think we gave our – I don't think we played our best either. So, right. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully all you can do is learn from a tough loss like this, you know. Um, you know, I trying to fight for the kids. Right. I thought, I thought someone took a really good charge. But uh, um, it, it, was, it was a good game. I mean, you got to learn from it. Yeah, and I thought that there in the, that first quarter you had some good shots, good looks, but they just weren't falling. It was just something, and just one of those nights that they couldn't make anything there. And, you know, despite that, they only had eight points in their own right, so it's not like they were playing uh, well or making so many shots there in the opening quarter, but it was just kind of uh, tough and kind of took the wind out of the sails early when you guys just couldn't get anything to fall there. Yeah, we, we, were, we, played a little, we were playing a little tight and a little yeah. nervous, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you know, some of our catches – some of our catches on the balls that we're ready to shoot, we, we fumbled a little bit. Um, you know, we kind of lost an opportunity. Maybe, you know, instead of being down 8-4, you know, even if you're up 8-10-8 or something after the first quarter, then maybe it's a little yep. bit something different. Um, you know, and just kind of a, a moment lost there. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those shooting nights again. Uh, you know, I don't know what it's got to take to get, you know, I'll take four for seven each night or, uh-huh. you know, or a, a – or three for six, or three for yeah. you know three for seven each night, rather uh-huh. than a, a zero for seven. Uh-huh. Uh, it, so you know one for eight, but uh, a little bit more consistency with shooting. But uh, you know, our, I never follow boys' effort. I thought they played hard. Yeah, and then also in the third quarter, I thought you guys just started to show some life. The crowd started to get back in, and the bench started to get back into it. And then you, you know, kind of got there to ten points, I think it was. Uh-huh. Uh, but then uh, they just went on another run. After yeah, that. I think that, um, in, in my in my opinion, I think the two charge calls, one non and one called, was was a big turning point. I think it was at about that about ten point or twelve point lead yeah. right then, and you know, could have been a big another big swing. Because um, I think Mason made it, and then we would have got a stop. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's one of those calls. You know, I, I you wish you, you just fight for your boy to your boy sure. to get. Um, but uh, you know, the third quarter, they 
like in life, we, we went we went to back to a little bit different offense. We kind of read some things, you know, um, and made some adjustments there in the half in the halftime. And um, I thought the boys did a really good job of reading the defense a little bit better in the third quarter. And uh, one thing that we also saw uh, down there on the bench, he was in uh, warm-ups, was in uniform tonight, but Eric Coleman was uh, down uh, back there. So that was a good sign that he was at least uh, back with the team uh, here tonight. Yeah, he's here. He's he's with the team. He's probably out another two weeks. Um, we might get him at the end of the semester, but uh, we'll see. He's already lost about 10, 12 pounds. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have to beef him back up and get him back into condition so uh you know he's a he's a big intro part of the team so uh we'll, we'll need him down the stretch for sure oh and uh, you know we mentioned last night Earhart stepping up and he's done a good job in filling into that role and uh, Kata Miller also uh was a uh, good last night and he was a uh, good tonight here and showing off the range a little bit there I don't know if you want him taking yeah. uh threes but he did uh <laughs> he can shoot it he can but, stroke it yeah he played really well tonight I think he can he uh he uh, Sometimes I wish he'd be more aggressive underneath the basket and be stronger, more physical going through, you know, going through a body and getting an and one, taking some arms with you through the hoop. Um, but he can stroke it. He can shoot it. Um, he is, uh, you know, it, it's going to be it's, – it's hard to find time for so many kids. I mean, this is a, it's a blessing in disguise, but it's also a curse, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to play all of them, all 32, but, um, they, 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 you know, we try to figure out which one's playing well you know, during that night, and, uh, you know, Kynan's been playing well lately. Caden's been getting some minutes and proving, you know, Dylan's been playing last couple games, had some real good games. So, um, you know, the, the, we're good when we're good when we're clicking on all cylinders and if we're, you know, we're shooting the basketball. So uh, we'll keep going. You know, Tuesday night's going to be tough, too. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't ever stop. No. Nope. Uh, going uh, to uh, Casey. Uh, coming up on a Tuesday, another high-quality program yeah. there with Coach Brandon. Yeah, Coach Coach Brandon does a real good job. Um, you know, they they lost one of their, they lost a guard that they'd be really tough. He's even tougher if they didn't have yeah, it. Yeah, um, but they're still good. You know, they're top five, one A, I think, uh, in a couple polls. So mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll go challenge there. We, we they snuck one out on us last year on a buzzer beater. Um, yeah, I remember you that. Know, um, um, hopefully, hopefully we you know we're we've kind of done some revenge games this year hopefully tomorrow's another or tuesday night's another one of those all right coach well i'll let you go here and uh thanks for joining me right, here the game, and we'll appreciate talk to you again on a tuesday so thanks to uh coach for coming up and uh, joining us here unfortunately Altamont uh falls this evening at 63 to 42 and we'll get dominic back on the headsets and we'll go through the final numbers here and we'll get out of here all right for breeze central uh Cody Dickshot, who was named the game MVP here at the Greenville shootout for this game. I have him two for seven from the field, two for three from three-point range, and two for two from the free-throw line. He had 12 points. Uh, Ty Kepper was three for six from the field, 0 for two from three-point range, and one for one from the free-throw line for seven points. Uh, Mason Schubert, he was six for nine from the field and one for two from the three-point line uh, with 15 points. Uh Cajun Rackers was one for three from the field and two for two from the uh, free throw. Excuse me, free throw line for four points. Uh, Bryce Berman, he uh, played but didn't score. He was zero for one from the field. Zane Strage was uh, one for three from the field, three for five from three point range, and three for three from free throw line. He had fourteen points. Uh, Colton Arnold was zero for one from three point range. He didn't. Did not score. Uh, Nick Hellman came in late. He was one for one from the field. Had two points. Uh, Chase Lewis two for five from the field. One of one of three.
from three-point range, and he was 0 for 2 from the free throw line with uh, seven points. And Rickoff come in uh, late in the game, scored two points for a total of 63 for Altamont. Jared Hammer was 0 for 3 from the field. Uh, Caden Davis come in late. He was 0 for 1 from the three-point range. Wyatt Phelps was 2 for 2 from the field, 1 for 4 from three-point range for seven points. Eli Miller was 0 for 1 from three-point range. Dylan Elam, 4 for 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range, and 4 for 5 from the free-throw line for 12 points. Uh, Avery Yardhouse, he was just 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 2 from the three-point line. Uh, Mason Robinson, he was 2 for 8 from the field and 0 for 2 from the three-point range for 4 points. Logan Cornett was 0 for 2 from the field, didn't have any points, and 0 for 2 from the free-throw line. Tynan Earhart was uh, 2 for 3 from the field, 1 for 2 from three-point range for 7 points. And Caden Miller, he was 3 for 4 from the field, and he was 2 for 2 from the three-point line. He had 12 points, you know, also seven for 5 rebounds. So there's your totals and scoring. It was just uh, a tough night, as, as Coach said. And, uh, um, yeah, it was just really tough. Bree Central is, like he says, a great, great team. I'm sure that's why, you know, he put him on the schedule to, to play. So, uh, they'll make this out of my team better down the road. But tonight was just, uh, Absolutely. just, just a, a tough night. They fall by 21 to Breeze, uh, Breeze Central. Um, I'm sure we'll, uh, hear more of Breeze Central's name, yeah. you know, down, down the road. I'm sure we'll be make, making a, uh, if they don't make a deep postseason run, I'm, I'm going to be surprised. But, uh, Altamont, uh, they lose this one, and uh, I got another tough one. Like you said, uh, Tuesday night over in Casey. I do like Coach Theory said. I think they are. I know they're ranked definitely in the top ten in some some one eight polls, and uh, it'll be a tough, tough, uh, tough one on the road over in Casey. But uh, you know that's why that's why he plays a tough schedule like that, and uh, hope we just make everybody everybody better in the long run, and. Uh, Glad to see uh, Eric Coleman back out there on the bench and dressed and rooting his team on, and hopefully he gets back, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. Coach said probably about two, sure. two weeks or so, but uh, definitely wish him the best in his uh, his recovery. Again, your final score, 63-42. Bree Central comes out with the win, and uh, thanks to Derek back at the studios for helping us get in off the air. For Dom, uh, this is Travis Sparks, and uh, we will talk to you again on a Tuesday night for some uh, KZ Warriors action against Altamont. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. And it's back to the music that we play that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good night. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.